We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, everyone, to the Irish Breakdown Podcast. It is a Monday, so, of course, we are going to be getting into some recruiting. This is the Notre Dame Recruiting Hour. Appreciate everyone for popping in. Before we get started on today's podcast, where we will be breaking down a little bit of film with Jay Nosberg and discussing recent recruiting ranking shifts, please ask if you could please like, share, subscribe to this podcast. Hit that notification bell if you are watching us on YouTube. That way, anytime that you get a podcast update, because... For sometimes we love football. We're just mm-hmm. going to randomly come on and talk ball. So if you want to hit that notification bell, you get that instant notification that we are going live and we are doing our thing. Also, if you are listening on one of the great uh, recru- um, I don't say recruiting platforms, one <laughs> of the great podcast platforms over there, if you give us a five-star rating, we would genuinely appreciate that as we continue to grow this show and the site, irishbreakdown.com. So, Brian, we are getting into a little bit of film action. We were discussing this last night, and we're like, what better way to start a week than get into the film room a little bit? So we're going to be talking to little Jay Nosberry, breaking them down, obviously, linebacker out of University Lab in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, who is high on Notre Dame. Notre Dame is high on him, and we hope that we are going to be hearing some decision from him sometime in the near future. But, Brian, before we start... As we always do, we had a nice little phone conversation earlier today discussing um, some of the frustrations that follows recruiting rankings, yes. as we yes. always do. So, yeah. Ryan, and, I know that you. Uh, and speaking of that, you know, I think the the we can feel better about Jay Nosberry becoming a you know ending up at Notre Dame because two four seven just dropped him one hundred and four spots in their latest ranking updates after he just was everyone agreed that he was the best linebacker at the future fifty. So that's usually a good sign that a guy's going to pick Notre Dame when uh, he gets dropped in the rankings. So, yeah, yes. we're, we're going to have some fun talking about rankings today. There's no <laughs> a doubt. little. Uh, yes, it is a little indicator there. Maybe we'll see what happens. But this is, I mean, so on three comes out with the recruiting rankings. We're gonna. We of course had some initial reactions to where some of the Notre Dame right. players and just general, honestly, where some players shifted just in, in general, not necessarily just Notre Dame players. And then 247 comes back and they say, we also have to have a recruiting update because this right. is what we do. This is the business. And uh, some other 
interesting rankings to follow. So, Brian, before we start the show, just so everybody can kind of get a peek behind the scenes, a little peek behind the curtain. Brian was pretty, uh, he was pretty juiced up, man. He was ready to go, ready to talk about some of these. It's it's just so dumb. I mean, that's my thing is like, first of all, how many different updates can you do in an off season where kids actually haven't put pads on? Right. Like this is like the third or fourth different time they've updated their rankings, which to me is just just absurd. And and some of these guys that are getting their rankings affected by I still don't know what. It it, it just the, the whole process is just kind of like it's so the 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 frustrating thing is people have put so much into this stuff and it's become so geared more towards clickbait and who you talk to and who's at this event or that event or who's at this school or that school that it's it's become less and less about the respect for getting it right and then the way that some of these kids get dropped like for example we're going to talk about drake bowen drake bowen got dropped seven about 70 spots in the latest 247 rankings based on what he's been playing baseball off season right so like what have you seen in this update that you didn't already know about him from the last time you saw him play football, right? Like what, what about him all of a sudden makes him like in the previous two ranking updates at two, four, seven, they had him Drake, uh, Drake Bowen, for example, ranked 75th and then 76, right? So he's been kind of around that area. Now, all of a sudden, randomly, he drops all the way to 143 based on what he's played zero football. It's not like he went to a seven on seven camp. It didn't look good. It's not like he went to a, a rivals camp or or an Under Armour camp, it didn't look good. He's been literally playing baseball. So did you not think he was fast enough stealing second at a baseball game you saw him at? Did he take a bad angle to a to a ball in the hole or something like that? Like, did he chase a, a slider on for a strike three and, you know, in the dirt or something? Like, what could you possibly have seen to jump him from, from where he was to, to what you have him now? And so, you know, some of it works out well for Notre Dame guys. Some guys jump up. Joe Odding is now a four-star, number 224 player in the country. And apparently, according to 247, he's 14 spots higher than Jaden Greathouse. So, oh, you know, oh, I mean, just the, the, the way that they go about it is just – it's so weird. You know, Ryan Yates still is 33 – Ryan Yates is 33 spots ahead of Jaden Greathouse in the 247 rankings. I mean, my, my instant react, and I, I think that we should. The best was your sh- reaction, Ryan, when I, when I told I, you the Peyton Bowen rankings. That I, please please share your reaction to that because he he's up to a five star and two four and on three, but he drops ten spots from two four seven. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Yeah, I mean, of course, we, we and Brian put it out in an article this morning, a little bit of a couple of the risers. You know, now Notre Dame has three players that are ranked inside the top 18 players in the 2023 class, which is fantastic. That's the exciting part, yeah. right? On three, you're just like. Nobody else has. Nobody else has. Only one squad's two. Yeah. Right. And and Brian, we talked about this before, you know, the guys that have mo- most likely to make an ascension to five-star status. And I know we've talked a little bit about that. Peyton Bowen has that type of skill set, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's a incredibly gifted and talented football player and he's had a good offseason. I know he was just at the future 50 and he was, he looked great there, you know, from everything that we have heard from that sense. So I wasn't generally surprised. I, I maybe a little 18. I was like, wow, he really shot up, right? Like it was right. a little bit of a shock, I guess that he had jumped quite that much, but I wasn't shocked that he jumped up after everything that we've right. heard and the skill set he has, but then make it make sense to me. That the same day on three is like, wow, you've done, you've looked great this offseason. You just look great at this event. We're shooting you up to number 18. Yeah. That in return, 247's like, nah, we don't see it from you, man. Right. We're dropping you to 80 something. Like, what? Right. How can those things, how can those things align? How can right. those things mesh? It does, just doesn't make any sense right. to me at all. And how, how is, what did Brendan Vernon do to go from being number 212 to not even being ranked anymore? Crazy. Like, he hasn't been in a single event. So now you're punishing kids, a defensive lineman, for not going to an event to work out with no pads on. You know, it just the, the whole the whole process is just screwed up, in my opinion. And and, and like you said, Ryan, like I, look, I, I get it. Like different people can have different opinions. I, I get sure. that. But some of the some of the variation in rankings is just getting absurd. For example, how can how can how can 247 have Micah Bell ranked in the same place nationally, number 67, that on three has him ranked in the state of Texas, number 67, right? Like this stuff is just, it, it's just getting so screwy. And, and the, the frustrating thing for me is I, I don't care, to be honest with you, but then what we get so many comments, well, this guy's this or that guy's that because of this. And here's the other thing. In this era of NIL, it is especially mm-hmm. impactful because a lot of what kids' reputations are based off of is their high school recruiting rankings and where they're going to college. And so when you see these things, it just it, it, it it's it's really it's really frustrating. It, it really is. And and just the, the lack of consistency with it. And just yeah, I mean, and it, th- there's always been a difference, right? And in, in how one service ranks a kid compared to another. But when you sure. when you just see these crazy, crazy variances, it just becomes a little a little nuts do you want to go through and well i'm sorry we'll finish what you're saying we'll go through and kind of go through the updates that we've seen yeah i would love to go through the rankings a little bit just to give it a little context i was just going to say i mean on three even has that nil like what what, what would you even call that like a calculator i guess like they they kind of determines yeah and we never even talked about this on the show but you're literally putting a price on a player's worth which is kind of weird to me just a, yes. a, a 17 year old kid a 16 year old kid right. like putting their worth out there it's kind of yeah, an odd distinction to yeah, me yeah and know? and so, how they yeah how they base it it's just it's screwy like and i yeah. i don't even really i mean it's just i mean i get what they're they're trying to you know get noticed and all this other stuff but it's just sure. it's creepy it's weird and it's um I mean, cre- I, I, I think creepy yeah. is the best word, honestly. Yeah. Creepy is the best word for it. Yeah. And I mean, my last thing is like, before we get into some of the more specific rankings, when we're talking about how these guys are ranked, it really drives me crazy because I think that we glorify the seven on seven and camp circuit in, oh, in, yeah. just in general, because at the end of the day, it matters what's going on between the lines. Obviously, right? Like we're traditionalists. I'm a purist in that way. 
And, but I don't understand. So like, all right, a player goes to a camp, has a bad showing. He's dropped a little bit. Okay. That's fine. I can get that to a degree, mm-hmm. but if a player is not at an event, what has changed your opinion right. on him since you last saw him on the field, which right. gave you your initial opinion on him? It just doesn't make any sense. So right. it's, yeah, and it, look, it, it, I understand that sometimes like, look, I haven't seen the kid, so I'm not going to change my ranking of him, but you know, some other kids are graded out higher. So, you know, yeah. for example, uh, you know, Elijah Page goes from 223 to 237. That's 14 spots. Like, to me, I could make a case. Bubakar Traore goes from 4 to 93. That, to me, is more about just, okay, some guys leaped him based on we do have new intel. Your grade hasn't changed, but some other guys, you know, have, have seen their their rankings go up because they did things. That's fine. Sure. That's fair, right? Yep. But some of this stuff is just, like, blatantly absurd. I mean, to to, to drop a guy like, for I mean, Drake Bowen's the big one. You dropped him 70 spots, essentially. Uh, it is just really, really weird. And, you know, again, there's there's several like Braylon James and rivals went from like number 76 to two, like 200 something, you know, like Caleb Beasley, in the 2024 class, he was ranked number 42 overall. And then in the by rivals. And then when they did their most recent ranking up rankings update, they dropped them out of the 250 completely based on what? I mean, everything I've seen, he's done pretty good at these camps. So sure. those are those are just weird things where you're taking something that a kid did in pads and and you're you're changing them. Like you know, Braylon James dropping 32 spots to number 276 is just or 278 and on three is just just weird to me, you know. And you know, and, and Jaden Greathouse jumps up 37 based on again to show that we're being based on what. Right. Like how many, like say, well, we've seen, I mean, do you see new film of him? I don't think he's at seven on sevens. I don't think he's at these. I mean, what have you seen from Jaden Greathouse to make you bump him up that high? What have you seen from Charles Jagasaw to get, make him go from 64 to 25 in, a, in an update that you've done? He Wrestling's been over since the last update. I mean, they've done an update since his wrestling was over. What is, could it possibly be based on? He doesn't go to camps, you know, so this stuff is just screwy, but People are going to base their opinions on where kids are ranked. And, you know, but it's uh it's a frustrating there. But I but I do kind of want to go over some of the some of the changes. So we'll, we'll do you want to do on three first, Ryan? You want to do on three first? Yeah, sorry. I, my my okay. internet seems to be cutting out a little bit. No worries. But yeah. Let's um on three sounds like a good way to start. I mean, I guess starting with the positives is always mm-hmm. a good thing, right, Brian? I mean, yeah, I mean, well, well, Notre Dame, I mean, on three has some really good stuff in there for Notre Dame. I mean, I don't think this is a pro Notre Dame, anti Notre Dame thing because it's with on three and two, four, seven, both there's, there's guys moving up and guys moving down. This isn't like rivals back in the day. where literally like 11 Notre Dame commits will all fall. This isn't that kind of thing. So it, it, it is, I mean, there is some good and some bad, but there's mo- mostly good. And number one is Notre Dame is tied with Ohio state for the most players in the on three top 300, which is 13. I haven't configured the 247 yet because that came out like right before the show, or at least I saw it right before the show was about to start. Uh, Georgia has nine players in the top 300. LSU has nine. Texas has eight. Uh, Alabama has seven. USC has six. Notre Dame and Ohio State are tied with 13. Notre Dame is also second behind Ohio State with six top 100 players. Notre Dame is the only team with two players in the top 10. They're the only team with three players in the top 20. So obviously they now have three Notre Dame players ranked in the top uh, in the top twenty. They're now three five stars. Keon Keeley stayed at number three. Charles Jagasaw moved up a spot to number six. 
And and then Peyton Bowen had a 19 person jump to to 30 to, from 37 to 18. Now again, Peyton Bowen's a guy that you can understand him going up or down because he's been at a lot of different events. He's been at seven sure. on sevens. He's been he was at the, the the future 50 and those type of things. And from everything I read, he was the second fastest. Brian Smith was there. He said he had the second fastest 40 time. I don't know if it was like they all ran 40s and he was second fastest, or it sounds like it might have been like a sprint. And they uh, raced like a race. Yeah. Got and there's like only one guy that beat him. I don't know if that's how it went. Uh, it is confusing the different ways that I read it, but he had the second fastest time there and awesome. was the standout. So, I mean, he, you, you understand why, why, why on three who already had him highest than anybody else anyway, rightfully so at 37 uh, moved him up to, to 18. Selvin Absher is next. He jumped up 21 spots to number 77. Christian Gray jumped up 71 spots to number 79. And again, this is why we're saying this isn't a, oh, gee, you're hating on Notre Dame. There's some really good stuff in here for Notre Dame. Sure. It's just the process of, I mean, I just, I don't get how, how, do, how do we get here? How do we right, get here right. is the question. Yeah, right. no, I, like, I totally get yeah. that. And so the sixth guy in the top 100 is Bubakar Traore, who dropped 16 spots, number 99. Again, I, that, that's most likely. Like a 15-spot drop, 16-spot drop is, to me, more of a – other guys have kind of jumped up that we've seen. Because this is like right. an identification, like right. evaluation period too, right? right. Like that's, that's the one good thing about these camps and stuff is that like some guys are maybe just getting on your radar a little right. bit or you have seen a jump from a – physical sure. stature perspective or just right a, a athleticism perspective right. like that stuff does happen so there's certainly merit and some guys are going to fall that don't get seen by other guys that have gotten seen so i'm, I'm okay with that one Jaden greathouse goes up 37 to number 154 brendan vernon fell six spots to number 186 which tells me that's a like i disagree with where he's ranked but it's it's a Six guys just jumped them based on what they've done. I'm okay sure. with that. That's different than having him 212 and then completely taking him out of your top 247, like yeah. 247 Sports did. Uh, Drake Bowen fell 14 spots to number 234, which is just patently absurd. But again, that's a normal. Other guys just have been seen. Drake's been playing baseball. These guys have been seen. They jumped ahead of him. I can live with that. Two, 234 uh, in a vacuum is ridiculous. Is insane. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Devin Houston is, I mean, like you made the case, Ryan, like you're talking about Drake Bowen if with a good senior season is jumping up to a five-star. That's, that's your evaluation, and I would tend to agree with you because we thought him and Drake were, him and Peyton Bowen were two guys that were like borderline five-star guys guys mm -hmm. and you know obviously i'm not going to jump him up because he hasn't he hasn't played any football so i'm not going to change that opinion we'll see in the fall uh and other people are just like completely dropping him out which is i just think a little absurd devin houston went up 11 spots number 261 braylon james fell 32 spots number 278 rico flores fell 23 spots number 289 and adon Schuler fell six spots number 294 which is again a, a typical just some people have passed him because he hasn't been doing anything like that this this summer and then if you look at some of the other notre dame targets uh jeremiah love fell five spots from number 102 to number 107 Jaden osbury fell looks like 48 spots to number 219 and then samuel and pemba is up nine spots to from 103 to 94 and then i don't know what austin novasad's ranking was i i prior. saw i saw I saw, yeah, I don't know what it was prior, but Brandon yeah. said that he had, was in the top 100 on yeah. 247 now. Yeah, and he's 188th on 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 three. I don't know what it was before, uh, so I I can't I can't tell you what 
what he is. Kenny Minchie uh, also jumped into the top 300 from on three to number 376. Uh, that is higher than he was before. Uh, obviously, he was a consensus three. I think no, I think only one service item is a four star, and it wasn't on three. So they've updated him in in that uh, as well. So Minchie is not in the in the top 247 for uh, for um, 247 because he's committed to pit and it doesn't get clicks. So if you want to look at the on, uh, that's on three. Uh, if you look at the two top two four seven, let's uh, actually. I'm just going to pull this up. Just give me a second to move this over to another thing so I can sort it. That way I can kind of just go who's the highest ranked to the lowest ranked. So if you look at that, um, you've got. Let's see here. All right, so you've got number one is Keon Keeley at, at number seven. So he's up two spots. Mm-hmm. And then next you have Charles Jagasaw is the number is the second ranked Notre Dame player. He's up to, to number 25 after being number 64 before. Uh, next on the list is Micah Bell, who fell 12 spots to number 67 after a dominant track season. Peyton Bowen fell 10, nine spots from number 75 to number 84. And I, I, again, right. I just, I don't see how that happens. I, I I just I just don't know how two different platforms can have such a varying opinion right. like that. You know, like it's just right. it's so weird to me. Just right. so weird. Like if you were to just tell me without any context, they have him eighty fourth and the others have eighteen. All right, you know that's different, but whatever. One likes it more, but then you're going to show me one jumped them way up and one dropped them down about ten spots. Right. It just doesn't make any sense. 100%. Next is Bubakar Traori, who is number ninety three, which means he is ranked in the top one hundred by two different services. Nice. Uh, Braylon James actually went up four spots, number 96. Another one. How does one jump him up to 96 and the other one drops him 30 some spots to, to, you know, what, whatever. He's in the, he's in the t- and he's in the 200s compared to right. the 96. Like, Almost yeah. out of the ranking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cooper Flanagan dropped 12 spots, number 123. Christian Gray went up 29 spots to number 131. Drake Bowen fell 67 spots to number 143. Southern Absher went up 23 spots to number 184. Uh, Devin Houston fell three spots to number 192. Joe Odding went from a three-star player to he's now a four-star, ranked number 224 in the country. So good for Joe Odding. For sure. But Don Schuler is uh, fell, let's see here, 35 spots to number 229. Elijah Page dropped 14 spots to 237. Jaden Greathouse fell, fell thir- again, how does one put him up 30 spots and the other one drops him 13 spots? He fell to is, 238. Is this, is this fair to say, Brian? Do you feel like guys that don't tackle the circuit, like they're the ones that get kind of pushed as 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 much? By like, some. I, by, by some. Because yeah. everybody that you just named that's taken a massive drop, they, they're they pretty much the kids that just don't care about going to those circuits yeah. and whatnot, you know? Yeah, but so, then like Joe Odding hasn't done that stuff and he jumps way up. So it just doesn't say – in part of it, if you, if you knew behind the – curtains a little bit of how some of this is done it's it's also some people have that's my guy i'm going to advocate for my guy sure uh so Jaden greathouse is rico flores is just uh, up a spot to 246 and then jay lamar is at 247 or actually they were they were up and then they went down so they've been around that 246 247 now here's the good part 17 of notre dame's 20 commitments are ranked as top 247 players that does not include Brendan Vernon. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say about that, man. It's it's he is the most criminal. He went from a little semi overrated to criminally underrated. In well, a by months. rivals, like, 
I think right. he was a, he was a right. little bit overrated by rivals because they had him in the top ten. Yep. You know, um, and we both thought he was like a top hundred player, no doubt, but not a yeah. five star, which I think is a fair. Now it's just absurd some of the ranking drops that he's going through. So, um, yeah, it's, my my favorite my favorite is still Micah Bell. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. Uh, yeah, ranking yeah. discrimination. <laughs> I wonder if they've sense. updated like all their guys. I'm gonna go to his on three page. If like they only ranked like updated the top guys and if they changed his ranking or not. Yeah, he's still 67th in the state of Texas. He's 67th in the state of Texas, but on 24 has him 67th in the country. All, all I have to say is that this is more reason why Notre Dame needs to recruit Texas. There's 67 right. players, apparently sorry, 66 yeah. players better in the state yeah. of Texas than Micah Bell. Here, here, such a here's the funny player. part, right? Here, here's yeah. what makes some of this absurd, Ryan. We're having some fun today. Uh, <laughs> Micah Bell ran a 10-4 and a 20.89, which I saw a thing that said he had one of the 5 to 10 fastest 200-meter times in the entire country. It's incredible. Right? Yeah, that because that, that, everyone wants to talk about the 10-400, which is a right. great time. But right. sub-21 in the two is yeah. stupid fast. Well man. below stupid. 21. Here's yes. the best part. 247 is the one outlet that I think ranks Micah Bell relatively appropriately at number 67. Yet one of their writers who used to cover Notre Dame wrote an article about the fastest players in the country. And he listed like eight or nine guys and then listed a bunch of, cause somebody sent me this like, dude, you got to read this nonsense. Then he listed a bunch of like, you know, other guys to think about and not Micah Bell didn't even get mentioned in the others to know category. <laughs> And he's talking about hundred. He's talking about track times that aren't even close to what Micah Bell is putting up. And it's just like oh this is what we're. This is what you people want to know. Why I get frustrated when people are like, "Well, this site's reporting this, and this site's saying this." What do you have to say about it? And I'm just like, I'm tired of answering questions about people that just aren't good at this or have agendas. And and that's the reality of it. Is some of this stuff is just absurd. And and um, you know, it's. I mean, some of this stuff is just. I mean, I, I, I guess I guess it did elicit its reaction, though. I mean, we've we've spent 24 minutes talking about it right now. So yeah, <laughs> I guess, I guess no, it I mean, it is. Then that's why they do it. That's why they yeah. do it. It's 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 for clicks. It's it, that's why that dude that covers Michigan does what he does. It's so people will talk about it and get clicks. And, you know, we don't we don't do that. Right. We're going to we're going to provide intel. But I but I think we're going to talk about that. But I, again, I, we, we've talked a lot about the negatives. But again, if we're going to just take that away and our opinion of this whole thing, I mean, there's a lot of good in this for Notre Dame. I mean, you're talking about six kids in the top 100, according to on three. You're talking about Notre Dame having, let's see here, three, four, six kids in the top 100 uh, by 247. You know, that's really good. 17 of your 20 commits are ranked among the 250 best players in the country. And and for all we know, it could be 18 because maybe Brandon Vernon's like 249th, right? Because they only rank 247 guys, which I find that. Like, get over yourselves. You don't need to only rank 247 guys, right? Like, give us an even number, please. But, uh, you know, that's a a high-quality group. I mean, whatever we think about 247 and on three and all this other kind of stuff, the reality is is what everyone is saying about this class is it's loaded. Mm -hmm. Nobody has more ESPN 300 guys. Nobody has more on three top 100 guys. And I'd be willing to bet you that nobody has more – I mean, Notre Dame has 17 kids in the top 247. Most teams don't even have 17 kids committed. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to assume that they're the highest there. I mean, so again, this is good for Notre Dame. This is good for Notre Dame. 
And, uh, you know, and, and somebody asked about SI All-American. Our rankings will come out sometime in August. We're just now kind of starting to have some conversations and things about that. So we'll, we'll have those things. And we, we'll do one before the season, then one after the season, and that's it. Right. So that's that's it's based on we we try to do, you know, because it's meant to be a legitimate ranking, not a, a clickbait thing where we update it 14 times throughout the course of the year because we don't have anything else better to do in July. So uh, that's um, that's where things stand. So those are the those are the rankings updates. I would imagine um, somebody's going to, you know, rivals is probably going to come out with a new one here again soon for some reason. Uh, or is, another is, is espn ever going to bring, bring a new ranking out or they uh, did about a month ago yeah did they, they did, did yeah they? and oh, and they had some guys i mean ESPN. the espn actually um people if you if people are curious about that their rankings are, are a little bit interesting they have braylon james and Jaden greathouse both in the top 100 braylon ranks 46th Jaden is 85th um, they have keon keely ranked 23rd there are not 22 players in the country better than keon keely <laughs> They have Drake Bowen in the top 100. They have Peyton Bowen ranked 49th. Uh, they have uh, Brendan Vernon ranked 104th, which is, I would say that's reasonable. I would have them sure. a little bit higher, but I, I'm i not going to argue the 104th because you may be 15. If you're within 15 to 20 spots of where I think a guy can should be, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I, I don't really say that I disagree with that. It's in the range, you know, it's sure. in, and we often do that. We'll say like 50 to 75 range. Well, 50, 75, that's a 25 spot difference. I mean, that's a sure. big difference. Uh, yep. But I think that's where you can kind of leave some, you always have to be willing to leave some room for just different opinions and different impressions. And it's like, Hey, I agree with you on that kid, but I disagree with you on that kid. That's why this kid's not there because I think these other 10 kids I actually think are better, even though we agree on, on this other kid. Yeah. And, and, uh, but they have, I think, see, he's see four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, uh, players, uh, 14 of Notre Dame's 20 commits are in the ESPN 300. And honestly, all but three of them are in the top 200. Because you have Micah Bell, 128, Christian Gray, 149, Adon Schuler 169, which is much more reasonable and where I think he should be. Bubakar's 211. Devin Houston is 182. Uh, Rico Flores is 250, 217. And Jane Lamar is 256. And then Jeremiah Love is ranked 90th on ESPN. You know, it's so, funny. Someone just put it in the chat too. And I saw this the other day and I completely forgot about it. Do you know Jaden Greathouse is rated as a tight end by ESPN? No, he is not. Are you serious? Yes, he is. Um, oh yep. Saw gosh. it the other day. Someone just put it in the chat, which reminded <laughs> me, yep. he's rated as a t- It's like they, they do the thing where they rate him as two different styles of tight ends. Right? And he's like, a, yeah. I think he's rated as a flex tight end. Or oh something. my gosh. Yeah. That's so ridiculous. Yeah. They all ESPN also has Jaden Osbury ranked 32nd. So okay. they have him ranked pretty high. So anyway, so that's uh, that's the rankings updates for uh, the different services and and um, rivals too. They're they're up until up until um, Joe Odding committed. Mm-hmm. Every player for Notre Dame uh, in the class was a four star recruit, and based oh. on their last ranking, that's CC three, six, seven, ten, thirteen. Uh, according to Rivals' last ranking is update, fifteen of their Notre Dame's twenty commits are ranked in the in the top two hundred and fifty. That does not include Jaden Lamar. That does mm-hmm. not include Elijah Page. That it does not include Devin Houston, and that does not include Adon Schuler. Because they actually Speaking have Preston Zinter in the top two hundred and fifty. Wow, and Speaking they have Sam Kirk- Pendleton in the top two hundred and fifty. And not Elijah Page. Talk about Elijah criminally Page. underrated. It's <laughs> Elijah Page. We were talking about yeah. that earlier on the phone too. It's like. 
what I mean, I understand that he's added some weight this offseason. You need to see that weight on the frame and how he plays with it, all that good stuff. But we're talking about a kid that's six, six foot plus with long arms, plays right. at pinnacle, has good feet, good film. Like, what am I missing here with Elijah right. Page that he's that criminally underrated? It's just very, yeah. Strange. And honestly, I can live with him being in the 200s. Because of, sure. you know, his, sure. and we've talked about this, his junior film is good, but there's definitely some areas, look, he's got to get stronger. He's got to fill out. And part of the reason he got a bump from us is because he has filled out. Now he's not gotten the full bump, you know, because we have him as a five-star upside guy, but neither of us have him in the top 100 right now. I don't think I've got him as a yep. 150 player, yep. you know, and I'd probably put him in like a 140 to 160 range is kind of where his grade falls for me right now. Cause like every kid has a grade and there's a range of where that, that grade is. He's on the lower end of the 150 range, right? But the tools are there, and, and so we'll see how he kind of feels out. And if somebody wants to have him, like like 247 has him at number 230, uh, was it 237? I'm okay with that. Like, I'd probably have him a little higher, but, uh, you know, whatever. But to, to have a guy that, that that's like, you know, like Micah Bell, that, that's not – you have a difference of opinion. That's just you haven't done your job. And I, I, would, I wouldn't be shocked if they haven't even seen that kid play really yet. Or they only saw like sophomore freshman film and and haven't I mean you know because yeah from what I understand there's or, or a they, very small number of people that are involved in the rankings at on three if or, I, one person or, said there's only one guy somebody else told really? me it's just a, it's just a few interesting yeah. I would say they they probably watched Mike Cabell's running back highlights and were like I don't know what to do with this kid can he play corner right. you know like it's one of those right. deals too like I wouldn't put right. that past anybody yeah it's uh it's not good that's what I do know that's what I do know. And, and Jaden Osbury dropping 100 spots is like, how does one guy rank 32nd by one outlet and 219th by another? It's just a. You, you said it to start this show yeah. why that uh, Jaden Osbury stuff might be happening. Yeah, so. that's true. That's a very good point. It's a very good point. So, Ryan, those are the rankings updates. And again, a lot of good stuff in there for Notre Dame. You know, I mean, look, we, we mock and we joke, but why this stuff matters is, is because these things still have an impact on perception. That's 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 the reality. Right. And so when you're trying to put a recruiting class together, you know, coaches, most coaches don't care where a kid is ranked, but they understand that it matters to other kids. Uh, True story. I was told by some people that are close to Ohio State that Ohio State didn't think very highly of Tate Martell as a player, but they already had quarterbacks before and they knew they're going to get a guy after him. But he was a five star kid who was very influential and very well liked by other commits. So they recruited Tate Martell because they thought it would have an impact on them getting other kids, even though they didn't think the kid could play, right? Because he was a five-star, which, you know, kind of laughable and is proven to be laughable. Yep. You know, so so that right there, because quarterback wasn't a – they were just, they didn't need a big-time quarterback in that class. They went out and got a guy that was ranked really high because they thought it would help them get other players, and it did. And, you know, so coaches understand that that other kids look at this stuff and the recruits think it matters. I don't think it matters. I, I think it's, you know, I, I don't think it's really does a whole lot. And and I think it's getting worse. It used to be where I at least respected some of it because I thought there was football people involved in the process. Now it's there's not a lot of football people involved in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of where I've where I've lost a lot of my. uh you know, respect for the, the, just the entire process. But like you said, there's there's some good in there for Notre Dame. The perception is good for Notre Dame. Somebody asked about Ronan Hannafin. Uh, Ronan Hannafin is still a three-star by on three, but he is the number 166 player overall by uh, 247. 
that's, that's so he's another a, one yeah. where like how can his opinions differ so much like that's right. a massive difference right three star versus borderline top 150 guy correct yeah and like yeah. i think ronan hannafin should be ranked higher than 166 but i'm not going to argue with that that we're, we're in the same ballpark that's that's the thing is like we're in the same ballpark but when when you have a kid ranked in the 200s or not even in the top 250 that i think is a borderline top 100 kid we're not in the same ballpark and mm-hmm. when you start talking about a kid being a th- like micah bell where he's ranked by on three it, we're not even the same galaxy at this point in time with with how you evaluate him because I would argue I'd have him ranked higher nationally than you have him ranked in his own state. That that's that's just really? we're not even speaking the same language. Here here's another thing too uh, why mm-hmm. this matters because you know what else is uh, perception wise is strong is there's a very very strong perception in, in to regard where the recruiting rankings are more with fans but also with other recruits. The rankings that came out today I think help Notre Dame's chase to be number one because you have some guys that have gone up in the cons- Charles Jagasaw is going to see a huge jump in the rankings. I, I believe he is now considered a. Let, let me just look real quick because I don't want to. I don't want to speak out of turn if I'm incorrect here, but I believe that Charles Jagasaw is now a two a a, a, um, a five star on the composite list. No, they they still have him at number forty eight. He's now a, a top forty eight. He's the top number forty eight overall player. He's getting mm-hmm. closer to that five star status. You know, Peyton Peyton Bowen is getting closer to that to that five-star status you know what though i I actually want to look at this ryan because the way that 247 does their composite Mm -hmm. their own rankings get more more they count their own ranking more than others which is why they call it a composite where on three actually has a consensus and and they always brag about like we you know weigh all three of them equally and all that kind of stuff uh so let me see here real quick so Jagasaw is 38 that looks like there. So he's creeping up. So he's gone up on the composite. Other guys are going up in the composite as they rate. I mean, Joe Odding's going to see a big jump in points because he's now went up into the top 250. Uh, Sylvan Absher's gone up in both rankings, so his points are going to be higher. And then when you see a guy like Austin Novosad have a big jump in points, Ronan Hannafin has had a big jump of points, Jeremiah Love is – when Notre Dame started recruiting him in March, he was a consensus three-star recruit. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at Jeremiah Love, he's ranked number 107 by by on three. He's ranked number 90 by ESPN. He's ranked number 49 by Rival, and he's ranked number 87 by 247 Sports. So that's also how Notre Dame can end up with a, a, a higher ranked class is that guys jump up. Now, there's you know other yeah. schools are going to see that as well. Like on three had um, the corner from Texas with the two last like the the hyphen last name. Oh yeah, yep, yeah. Uh, Calvin Simpson Hunt, right? And that what is yep. they jumped him in the top two fifty, which I I think how can you have him in the top two fifty in the nation and you have you have Micah Bell sixty seventh in in the entire country? That's you know, or I mean, in the entire state, you know. But yeah. uh, so I think those things matter too because Notre Dame's going to see a jump in the rankings because of this. Sure. And so if you look at the rankings. A lot of people said Ohio State has jumped Notre Dame. That's not actually true uh, for all the rankings. Notre Dame is still number one on the two four seven on the on three composite or consensus team rankings, and Notre Dame is still number one on two four sevens rankings. Now Ohio State's number one on the composite rankings, but Notre Dame is number one on the two four seven team rankings. Notre Dame is also number one with ESPN as well. And and here's the, the best part. Notre Dame and rivals are tied for number one w- with rivals. They literally have the same amount of points, uh, which I, you just you don't see that often 
right? And I'm looking at it today. They both have 2,697 points. So they're tied for number one. Here's the best part. The number three team, Texas, Mm -hmm. is over 500 points behind Notre Dame. That's crazy. And Ohio State. So, I mean, it really is Notre Dame and Ohio State. And and Matt says they got a commitment yesterday. These are all updated rankings right now, even with Ohio State getting their commitment yesterday, who was a four-star kid. So that just shows you how much further ahead Notre Dame and, and Ohio State are than everybody else. I mean, that's that's the wild thing. Like a buddy of mine was was trying to tell me Georgia's just fine because you know they have 14 commits, they're ranked 10th. They've had a lot of misses. They lost Justice Haynes, whose dad played at Georgia. Did you see they, did you see that um he came out and he said that Ohio State was his number two? Right. Third. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. They were crazy, third. Man. But I so when I looked at rivals rankings, they're almost a thousand points behind Notre Dame. So what I did was I gave them the number one, two, and three players in the country. And if you do that, they're still a couple hundred points behind Notre Dame and Ohio State. If they tomorrow today got the commitments from I don't even know who they are for rivals, but the number one, two, and three player, they'd still be a couple hundred points behind Notre Dame and in, in Ohio State and and be at 17 commits, which is a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. They're not being crystal balled for those guys, right? I mean, it looks right now that they're not going to get Caleb Downs. It's an, an in-state kid. So the staff turnover that Georgia has had has really hurt them, yeah. and they are struggling. But you look at uh, you look at Notre Dame and Ohio State, they are so much further out ahead of everyone else. And mm-hmm. they're ahead of everyone else in, in every cat. Points, uh, average points, Ohio State is 4.05 is their average because they have two five-stars to Notre Dame's one. Uh, Notre Dame is at four. Nobody, the only other team at four is Auburn, and they have four commitments. They only have four kids in the class. Uh, and then after that, the next closest is Clemson at 3.88, and then USC at 3.82, Texas at 3.78. Those are big differences. I mean, those, Auburn, those are big differences. Auburn only has four commitments in the class. Right? Only four commitments. That, yeah. That, that's a, uh, yeah, that's not good. Tough place. Texas to be A&M only has five. So yeah, it's the, the, uh, the it's, checks didn't clear yet. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know if they've landed a kid since that whole Saban uh, Jimbo spat happened. Was I don't not think a great a look. Kid. No, it's not a great no. look. Yeah. Nope. So those are those are the latest rankings updates. So again, I think they help Notre Dame from a perception standpoint by and large. I mean, we can argue about Drake Bowen and all this kind of stuff and how absurd that is, but other guys are getting bumps as well, which balances it out. And Drake is still ranked, uh, unlike. Sure. Uh, unlike uh, a Brennan Vernon, which is, which is absolutely insane to me, by the way, but that's where we're at. That's where we're at with the rankings. And uh, so, yeah, there you go. You have the latest, you have the latest, it just, it is funny how they're this, they're, you know, cause it's, they're both started by the same guy. Shannon Mm -hmm. Terry started two, four, seven, built it up, sold it for a bunch of money. And then he got some new investors and now he's building up on three. And there's a lot of similarities to what they are doing at two, four, seven, and now yeah. they're like kind of competing against each other and they're doing rankings releases the same day. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's, where, it's where, where was Shannon Terry before two, four, seven, didn't he rivals. get something else? He started he rivals. rivals first. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. he, he didn't do it. I think he wasn't as much of the guy. I think there's other people involved with rivals. I think just a but part he was of leadership. Def, yeah, yeah. But he was, I mean, he was probably at the top of that leadership, gotcha. but you know, that's what he does. He builds these things up, makes them profitable, you know, uses, gets investors to build them up, sells them for a ton of money he makes a lot of money and then he goes and does it again. So smart business. I mean, hey, smart man. business. There's a, the there's grind. people want it. Yeah. I, I don't, I have no disrespect. I don't particularly like him. 
Sure. But I don't, I don't, it's not because of what he's doing with these different services. I mean, I, like, I think the things they're doing at two, four on three or like it, aesthetically, I like what they're doing. I, you know, there's some things they're doing there. Like there's, just, there's a lot good with it. I don't, I yeah. don't like the whole NIL valuation and all that type yeah. of stuff, but like, there is a lot. I mean, like, I like the, um, I like the, the, the consensus rankings. I think uh, it's as cool. opposed I, to, I like it better than the composite. Yes. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I like it. I think it's a cool element. I think there's, I think there's a lot of validity to it. I lo- I think that the site looks nice. It's aesthetically pleasing. They're not like afraid said. to put the other outlets on their site. So if you go to the composite right. rank, they show like two, four, seven just gives the composite ranking. They don't show you men- mention the other services. If you go to on three's sure. player page, you go to the industry comparison they put they put on three two four seven ESPN arrivals all right there, and they show the rankings, which it's I respect. Very, it's very friendly to to, to like just like a, a fan that wants information on recruits. Like it, it is very friendly because they even have like the scouting tab, they have the recruiting mm-hmm. tab, they have the NIL tab. If you want to go mm-hmm. down that rabbit hole, whatever. They show all the visits where a kid is gone. How, yeah, yep. the offers now, like they show everything. Yep. Yeah, and they have a little they have a little you know analysis of it. Now the thing that stinks is I think their rankings are really jacked up for the most part. And mm-hmm. I still don't have a clue how they've come to a, a ranking for the team rankings. Still don't make sense to me. Like there was a time when Notre Dame had like 12 commits and Alabama had like three and USC had like three and they were ranked higher than Notre Dame. And yeah. it still doesn't make any sense to me. They try to get too cute with some of that stuff, but overall there, as far as just getting information on prospects, I, I, I go there as opposed to anywhere First. else. Yeah, yeah, you know, if I just I, want I always, to see I kids ranking, right, mm-hmm. and so that's definitely so, and that's what he's trying to do, and that's to me that's a smart business plan. It's just there's a lot of other, there's a lot of other stuff that is going on at on three that I I kind of find distasteful and disgusting, and and uh, the nil thing is is one of those. So yes, and a school that we have not mentioned in any of this is Michigan, <laughs> who is currently ranked twenty fourth on the rankings on on three consensus rankings, and I'm trying to find their ranking. That's, 20... a, that's, actually, that's actually higher than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, they are thirty sixth on rivals. Hmm. So yeah, it's a tough time for the old Wolverines right now on the recruiting trail. They are currently behind, and they have twelve commits. They are currently behind Wake Forest, oh Arizona, Pitt. TCU, Boston College, North Carolina, Iowa State, Nebraska, Minnesota, Purdue, Michigan State. Michigan State also has a higher per player average. They are behind Duke. Mike Elko putting together a nice – I mean, it's volume. They got 25 commits already. But, uh, yeah, Washington is doing better than them right now. Louisville has a higher ranking, uh, ranking and a per player average. They're behind West Virginia, Iowa. Northwestern, that's about volume. Uh, yeah. and, then, and of course, Texas Tech. Cincinnati's putting together a nice little class. They're 13th. You, you mentioned one that I was uh, I saw a little bit of the other day. I was just kind of like, you know, just browsing through some stuff. Arizona's actually not doing a bad job on the recruiting no. show, man. They're Dude, I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to tell you something right yeah. now. And if you look yeah. at some of the kids they got in last year's class, they got some dudes. Yeah. That that kid, that uh, McMillan kid they got, the receiver from California, that kid is a baller. And is they got like about Jalen. No, 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 uh-uh. no, 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 uh-uh. no. Uh, but he is a he's and they got about five or six kids. I'm like, those kids can play, mm-hmm. and they did that after a one and 11 season. Like, if he yeah. can just go six and six and take them to a bowl game this year, which for Arizona is not going to be easy because he inherited a Judd Fish inherited a rough roster. Bam but if he can somehow just get them five and seven, six and six, something like that. He's gonna start. He's gonna start knocking some kids down because he's doing a really nice job out there 
of getting quality players. And and as you mentioned, I mean they're they're sitting here now at, at 34. A, a team that went one and eleven last year should not be sitting at number 34 in the rankings. Yeah, I agree. You know? And and they also um they're also competing obviously in state against Arizona State, which is not a great place right now, right? Like that's not a good situation mm-hmm. to be in. So yeah. Arizona's doing all right, man. Like like you said, it's been struggles, but on the recruiting trail, I think there's some positive. I mean, I kind of like the quarterback they have in this um what's his name? Brady Doman, right? The, the, yeah. The uh, kid from Colorado. Yeah. yeah a, no, Notre Dame player. looked at him. They had him on campus. They did a workout and he was one of those kids where if he works out, well, this is last summer. If he works out well, they were thinking about offering him. They, they liked him. They, mm-hmm. they liked him. It's just, that was kind of when it started to really get hot and heavy with Dante Moore, you know? Yeah. And so they went in another direction. I, I like the kids they're going after now better. I, I sure. think they made the right decision, but like you said, big armed kid, you know, good size. Uh, you know, and, and again, if you can if you can have a four star kid to build your class around it, the thing holding them back right now is just they went one eleven last year. He's got to prove you some wins some games. So he, sure. he's doing a really nice job. And that's true for there's a few teams like that. Like if this new coach can win some games, you know, like if Mike Elko can win some games, he'll recruit some kids at Duke with that academic background. Jeff Brom won some games this year. Look at the class he's putting together. Yeah. Uh, Kalen DeBoer is the interesting one at Washington because they're getting their butt kicked right now in state. If you look at their class, they're, they're, they're a top 20 class nationally, mm-hmm. but they only have, I think two, four star kids in the entire class. And neither of them are from their own state. They've lost just wow. about every big, big in-state kid that they've wanted. They've lost uh, since he got hired. And again, he inherited a, a dumpster fire, but he's going to need to win some games this year to get them rocking and rolling. So anyway, that uh, that's where we're at the rankings, Ryan. So I think we can, we can move on to a little bit of Jaden Osbury discussion and uh, Jaden Osbury okay. some film. 